head doing it like this. Welcome in to the home of the Bears, ESPN 1000, on a Bears Monday, along with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. What open phone line for you at 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is the telephone number. Good morning, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. That's where you can watch this show and all the shows as it is live and local on this Bears Monday. We're going to have Bluck and Abdallah coming up at 9, Carmen and Yurko at 11. Waddle and Sylvia, too. It'll be Tyler and Meller from 6 to 8, right into Freddie and Fitzsimmons, right here on uh, the home of the Bears, ESPN 1000. It is a Bears Monday. Why? Because the Bears and Ryan Poles, they've ended the mystery. Poles has traded the number one pick to the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers give the Bears the number nine overall pick, the number 61 overall, the first round pick in 2024, a second-round pick in 2025, and wide receiver D.J. Moore. That is quite a haul for the number one pick, Cap. And so my overall thoughts on D.J. Moore, I mean, he is head and shoulders above anyone on offense for the Bears. So that is what I consider trading at the top shelf, getting yourself in a position where Justin Fields can connect to someone. And I think that D.J. Moore, no matter where he's ranked, all I know is that we're talking about a guy that's had multiple 1,000-yard receiving seasons. That's a far cry from the 500 that we saw from this Bears receiving core last season. Well, I think you wake up this morning, you pour your first cup of coffee, or you're already at the office or at work. And for the first time in a long, long time, you have legitimate hope that the Bears have finally gotten it right. From buying the land in Arlington Heights, to hiring Kevin Warren, to Ryan Poles making the pick trade on Friday to thinking, wow, they actually are building this thing the right way. Like if I had heard, yeah, they traded and they got a 32-year-old receiver and they got a 33-year-old defensive te- No. He's getting young, lean, and mean. And if you're a Bears fan this morning, for the first time, you think, wow, my team actually looks like it knows what it's doing. Exactly. And, and I know, again, you know, making moves doesn't necessarily mean the Super Bowl championship next year. But what we're saying is, is that when you hear from polls and when you hear from Kevin Warren and others around the Bears and saying that they want to be able to build this the right way, I get that. DJ Moore stands out to me more than anything else because you're talking about a wide receiver that had back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons in 2019 through 2021. And so that is, a, that is different than EQ St. Brown and Nikhil Harry and uh, Pringle and Pettis. And Bayless Jones, quite frankly. And Claypool, quite frankly. Because now you're looking at Moore and Mooney and Claypool and Komet. And I'm not telling you that that is the end all. What I'm saying is is that this is what's beneficial for Justin Fields in his offense. To have someone that can stretch the field and DJ Moore. Again, this is not about your fantasy team. It's not about you know where 538 has him ranked. I'm talking about when I watch him play, I know that's a, the best offensive weapon the Bears have. To date, now that he's with the team. To date. Today. We don't know what the draft's going to hold. We don't know what free agency's going to hold. Again, 11 a.m. is when the legal tampering period opens. You could sign those deals on Wednesday, Mm -hmm. Wednesday afternoon. But keep it locked here on ESPN 1000 because as those things start coming off the board, bam, here we go. I saw Greg Gabriel, who used to work for the Bears. He tweeted yesterday, I remember... 2010, it was March 5th, 2010, when they took the private plane down to Julius Peppers and at just after midnight, it's Coach Smith. 
Deal's done. Bam! And Julius Peppers was a bear. 92 million bucks. Mm-hmm. It's cool to be like setting the, the market. It's cool. Yes. And the Bears just did that with this trade. This is the price of poker when you are, have the number one pick in the draft, Cap. Yep. We, saw it, we said it for weeks, is that if you have the number one pick, you have a chance to control the draft. Now Carolina has the number one pick, but the point is, is that all the messages that we received over the weekend was, boy, that's a haul. And you got a wide receiver in DJ Moore. It usually doesn't work out that way. Usually it's the number one pick for as high a picks as you can for the future. And you got someone as a starter on most teams in probably all teams, and DJ Moore, and that sets your franchise in the right direction. And again, as Ryan Pohl said to us, we can make the best trade in the world and get a billion picks. If we don't hit on those picks, it's a bad trade. We have to hit on our draft picks. Period. Adam Schefter was on with Peggy and Dion on Saturdays. You can hear the conversation in its entirety on the ESPN Chicago app. Just click Peggy and Dion. Adam Schefter, why did the Bears pull the trigger so early before the draft? The Bears had a lot of interest. And, I mean, you could wait and you could string it along, but if you have a package that you feel entirely comfortable with, there's no reason not to do it now. Like, why wait till Carolina thinks twice about it and says, you know what, let's go put a package together for Lamar Jackson instead. Let's go out and make a move for Jimmy Garoppolo instead. We've got an offer that we're comfortable with. Let's just go do this now, and that's what the Bears did. You know, the Panthers' starting quarterback will be the number one overall pick. Their running backs right now are Chuba Hubbard and Raheem Blackshear. Their wide receivers are Terrace Marshall, LaVisca Chenault, Shai Smith, their tight ends, Ian Thomas. And so when you're talking about a rookie quarterback, like I think Peyton Manning his first year was like 3-11. and You know, there's a chance that this pick that they got yesterday from Carolina in 2024 has a real chance to be a top 10, top 5 pick. Thoughts there from Adam Schefter. Correct. And now there's a lot of rumor around the NFL that Carolina is now going to trade back maybe to four, maybe to two, wherever, to recoup some of what they gave the Bears and still get a quarterback in this draft. Interesting. It'll be interesting to see what they get for the trade. I'm excited about what the Bears are doing. And again, I, this is there's optimism, of course, you have to be able to be all in with the Bears based on everything that they do. You can start from here at this point in time as a Bears fan and say, well, they got DJ Moore. Well, that's a step in the right direction. Oh, they got uh, draft picks for the future. That's a step in the right direction. But my reaction as soon as I saw that was, wow, that's exciting. Now what else are you going to do? Correct. What else? Because it's more than just DJ Moore, Cap. It's both sides of the football. And so when I look at what the Bears are able to get, you got yourself someone that is a surprise addition to this team based on the based on the deal that was made by Ryan Poles and the Carolina Panthers. So now what else? What else are they going to do? Because to me, there's something else up the sleeve of Poles. Something else is going to happen here in this draft. Right. Does he trade down from nine? Maybe. It depends if there's a quarterback sitting there. I don't know who's coming up to get a player and paying you a king's ransom to do that. What a C, right? That co- uh, cornerback. No, no, no. Quarter. If there's a quarterback, I think you could trade. If it's a, if it's a CB, cornerback? Yeah. Yeah, maybe someone goes like um the Bears did a few years ago to go to Leonard Floyd. They went 11 to 9. Gave up a little bit. I just don't see the blockbuster, oh my god, future number 1 picks unless there's a QB there. I think for me at nine, I could be able to find a defensive 
lineman or an offensive lineman that I could use. Skaronsky, Paris Johnson, Broderick Jones, the kid from Georgia. Let, let's let's not uh, BS the people, Cap, when it comes to this. This pick at nine, if you stay there, is huge. Because no, no matter everything that the Bears have done, if you're staying at nine, you're hoping that that guy at nine is going to be a difference maker like you thought that pick at one would be a difference maker. Mm-hmm. Let's not dis- let let, let uh, the Carolina Panthers get ahead of the Bears here in this deal. You don't want that. You don't want this to be billed as the Skaronsky deal. Remember that? They're trading all the draft capital for a guy at nine that can't help. You You don't want that. No, you have to hit on the whoever it is you take. Right. The or, Carter deal. Or maybe they're trading again. I don't know. But you know what I'm saying, though, Cap. You don't want it to be at nine. If you're at nine and you're going to stay at nine, that guy's going to help. It's a, that's Overall, as we know, at nine, it's a top ten pick. Yes? So that guy's got to be able to pay dividends for you. At least that's what I want as a Bears fan. So Todd McShay did another mock this weekend. Mm-hmm. He has the Bears taking Skaronsky from Northwestern at 9. He has Jalen Carter going all the way down to 12 to the Houston Texans. You're not surprised? No, I'm not. Packers get Michael Mayer, tight end from Notre Dame. And the Witherspoon kid, who everyone believes is the top cornerback in the draft from Illinois. Mm-hmm. He's at 16 for Washington. The Bears at 9, as I said at 1, of course, but at 9, they should be able to find someone that can help them right away. Yeah. I'm, I'm concerned about both lines for this team, offense and defense. He also has the Eagles taking running back Bijan Robinson from Texas at number 10. Mm-hmm. Top 10 pick on a running back? That's what their, that's what their organization thinks is best. It's as, if that's the best on their board, that's, I have no problem with that. That's the best on their board. How did they leave Jalen Carter so, on the board? Can you imagine Jalen Carter on that Eagles team with Fletcher Cox and all these other guys that could teach him how to be a professional defensive lineman? But they just used a pick on that guy. They just picked Jordan Davis they last did. year. It's no the same question. player. Okay, then go get a D end. I just I would think they would do something other than a running back. DJ Moore on this team with back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons. This is great for him. Again, 2019 through 2021. Darnell Mooney, for a guy that had 1,000 yards receiving in 2021, he's on the clock right now, Cap. He's on the clock to be able to make a difference. First of all, stay healthy, but also make a difference. But to me, it's more than just the offense. It's more than fields. What else do the Bears have? What else is up their sleeve? Because no matter how excited that you and I are about what the Bears' future can hold, I want to know how long will it take for them to build a pretty much an entire defensive line. They're going to have to find a corner for sure mm-hmm. on the other side of Jalen Jackson because they Jalen Johnson John, Johnson rather because yeah. they want to use Kyler Gordon as their slot corner mm-hmm. and then get another starting level corner Witherspoon or whoever that is. Maybe they sign one today in free agency, but you haven't addressed the other linebacker spot unless you sign the kid from Indy today. You haven't addressed the front four at all. Worst front four in the league. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm telling you how far away they are from having a good team. That's why this trade was essential. But you love the playmaker, though. They swung for the fences and got themselves a playmaker out of this whole deal. Correct. Whatever you think of the draft, and some people turn a blind eye of the draft and look just at the free agency. If you can get a deal like this and get yourself a front-line starter at your wide receiver, that's a win. 
Win. That's a win. That's not a could DJ more. That's not could because we always saw that. Yeah, Shea laid it out to, for us perfectly last hour. Look at who DJ Moore's had to play with. Right. The kind of quarterbacks. And this is another, nothing against like Cam Newton. It's just the others. Mm-hmm. And yet you still found a way to get over 1,000 yards receiving. Pretty good. You have got to find a way to address both lines today. Yeah. You have to. All right, so Bears Monday here on Cap and J Hood. Let's open the phone line, Shay. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Bears fans, one word on your reaction to the Bears trading the number one pick in the draft. When you found out on Friday that Bears are trading the number one pick to the Carolina Panthers, what was your initial reaction? Give us that one word and get your thoughts here. 312-332-3776. Don't forget we got Courtney Cronin coming up at 735 with the latest on the Bears. But your phone calls in here, your reaction to the Bears trading the number one pick on the home of the Bears, ESPN 1000. You're listening to Cap and Jay Hood. Follow the show on Instagram at the Catman and at IGJ Hood. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. It's a Bears Monday here on the Cap and J Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Where you been? We started at 5 a.m. So now you got to go back to the podcast and hear our initial thoughts about the Bears and uh, making this deal with the Carolina Panthers. Make sure that you check it out on the ESPN Chicago app. Just click Cap and J Hood for our podcast feed. The one word on your reaction to the Bears trading the number one pick uh, in the draft is optimistic, bullish. I think those are kind of the words. What, what's your one word? You saw the story come across Friday. What was your thought, Cap? First thing you thought was... I'm hungry. <laughs> I need to work out. Uh, on. Uh? On. It's on. Let's go. Like, all right, we got the number one pick. Maybe we'll draft Will Anderson or Jalen Carter or maybe the trade. Ju- we did what? Mm-hmm. We got what? It's on. Yes. That's how I looked at it. Well, I loved it. The prevailing theme for probably a lot of Bears fans, like, oh, man, it's on now. And what I don't understand hmm. are the people that choose. And you, again, you're entitled to your opinion. I just don't understand the automatic negativity. Like one of our listeners, Ryan Poles, got totally fleeced. The Panthers will flip the number one pick for more draft capital. Probably on that end, but I, the, on the I like what we got, yeah. and if that's the case, God bless them. Mm-hmm. I like what the Bears did. Period. Okay, well, again, we're going to take your phone calls. Again, Bears fans, this is the first time that Cap and I have been able to talk to you about what's going on because of the uh, story broke Friday night. So it's our first time talking to you about your initial reaction to the number one pick now going to the Carolina Panthers, and now the Bears have number nine and also DJ Moore and others. Uh, but I guess, Cap, from a Bears fan, an ardent Bears fan standpoint, you can understand why there might be a little pessimism mm-hmm. because – for some Bears fans, even though there's a new president in Kevin Warren, even though this is a relatively new general manager in Ryan Poles, a pretty much new head coach in Eberflus, for some it's the same old, same old, because they've seen regime change before. And they're thinking, well, how's this going to change? I'm used to the Bears not getting it right. So is that, is that fair or no? That's fair. So go back. When Pace got hired, he got handed a crappy roster. Mm-hmm. He missed on his first pick, number seven overall. 
It set the tone for his tenure. That was Kevin White. The next year, I got to reset the quarterback room. Good. Like that. He missed. Swung big. Mm -hmm. Missed. Then he traded up from 11 to 9 to get Leonard Floyd. That here did not work. You want Leonard Floyd back? He's a free agent. Want to sign him today? Well, no. He's available now if you want him. Right. He's out there. (laughs) So we've seen that. Jerry Angelo walked into a bad organization. And what, four years later, they were in the Super Bowl. Yep. So you've got to hit on your draft picks. You have to. But you addressing some of our, our listeners, though, again, you understand, like, for you and I, we can turn the page. We'll always have the, the, the history, especially the recent history of the Bears uh-huh. with Nagy and Pace. Uh-huh. But for some, they can't turn the page because they say, well, was, how's this any different? How's this any different? Just because this guy comes in here, this former Bear, an offensive lineman comes in here with a suit. How do we know this guy can get the job done? We don't. Right. But you aren't going to be able to change that part of it. Correct. You want to guard packs out? It took a long time. You want to pace out and neggy? It took a long time. Ryan Poles is the guy. It's either ride or die with him or go find another team to cheer for. This is our guy. And I like so far our interactions with him. I like what he has done so far. He addressed the defensive backfield last year in round two. He took the best players on the board. Yes. I'm not crazy about the Claypool trade. Hopefully that works out. We'll see. Jury's still out. I love the trade that he made on Friday. Now, if Carolina announces today we've traded the number one pick to whoever, and they got a better, good for them. With the knowledge he had... Ryan Poles made a hell of a deal. All right, let's go to the phone lines to talk to you. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. What's your reaction to what the Bears did? That one-word reaction. When you first saw this, you thought, what? In Kenosha, it's Brian on ESPN 1000. Hi, Brian. Good morning, gentlemen. Um, you know, I didn't know I was going to have to give you one word, but if I gave you one word, I would definitely say, um, God, one word. I'll just go with impressed, I guess. Um mm-hmm. I, I, I called words. in because I wanted I wanted to see your guys' take on the idea that, like, you know, I'm really impressed. It, there's so much pressure on polls on that front office coming into this season. First overall pick, more money than anybody when it comes to free agency by far. You know, it's so easy to destroy something. It's so hard to build something. And the idea that there's been a lot of impressive moves by polls so far, and I'm just curious, you know, kind of where we're at. I mean, I heard you guys just talking about um, – uh, now, I can't remember his name, the, the GM who did a really good job for the Bears. I wonder if this is one of the, the better GMs that the Bears have ever seen. You know, how do you guys feel so far? I don't want to get well, too ahead of the game, but how do you guys feel so far? Well, the, well, the jury's still out on all of it because it's still new. Like, like, okay, so you make this deal with Carolina, and my initial reaction was, okay, now what else? Because DJ Moore is a big swing. Because this deal could have took place without DJ Moore, we'd say, Okay, the future looks bright, but what about something that can help you today? DJ Moore can help you today. And so my thought is for for polls, so the Claypool deal, again, the jury's still out. I didn't like it at the time because, as Cap and I will tell you, when you are exiled from a class organization, you wonder, well, what's wrong with the asset? Right. Like when we got Nikhil Harry, there were people, wow, we got the guy who was a first-round pick for the Patriots. 
You got him for a seventh round pick, and if Bill Pol- Bill uh, Belichick is going, get out. Hmm. It's probably not going to be what you're hoping it would be. Same with Claypool. That concerns me. Wait, Mike Tomlin doesn't have like Jerry Rice times five in his wide receiver. Get out, Claypool. Hmm. Oh, and then you hear he was immature to deal with. The- really? We gave up the 32nd pick? I'd rather have that pick with us right now, to be honest. With you. I, I would like that, but the elixir to that is what you did for, with Carolina. Correct. And maybe more. Correct. And maybe more. But the Claypool deal, this is why when I look at that depth chart now with more, with Mooney, Claypool, and Komet, I put the, I put the emphasis on Mooney, but also Claypool. Let's back up your words. Let's back up some of your words you had last season talking about you know how we can't be comfortable uh, with losing. Yeah, it's like, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, even if even if it was you know thirty-one ten or whatever in the third quarter, like we can still win that game. You see, the Vikings did 33-0 at halftime. Like, we're always in every game, no matter you know what the score is for the most part, until that uh, final whistle blows. So it's like, I just want to feel that belief. I want to feel it. You know, like, because we're a good team. We're gonna be a good team next year, but we have to be real uncomfortable losing. When we first heard that, we thought, what are you saying there, kid? Correct. You're saying some guys are just worried about the next town, next party, you know, next hotel? Is that what you're saying? It was there, you're saying that Bears were comfortable with a losing environment? That's what I thought when and I And he said that. that it was completely misinterpreted. He said, I'm, I'm just saying we have to be uncomfortable losing. There's a reason why he said it, Cap. Maybe he made observations in that room. That we're not privy to. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I think he left the door ajar. Gave us a little peek. Correct. Hmm. That's why some of those guys won't be here this upcoming season. It would be different if Justin said that. Oh, or God. even Mooney. Yeah. Guys who've been here a minute. Yeah. That guy had been here a few weeks when he said that. That Three, was the problem. 312-332-3776 is our phone number in Western Michigan. Listening on the ESPN Chicago app, here's Will on ESPN 1000 with Cap and Jay Hood. Hey, Will. Hey, how you doing? I just wanted to call let you guys know what you what word? My word is what? That was it. Was what? I literally looked at my phone to see if Aaron Rodgers has been traded yet. I opened up the, the app and I saw the Bears traded the pick and I saw what they got and I literally what? I'm well, wait, what? I couldn't <laughs> believe it. I mean that was this unbelievable last two weeks ago I called in the Shea Snorling was on Saturday and he said he had an idea about cementing, you know, planting your flag and that's what Ryan Poles did. It's great. It just, it, it's unbelievable to me. I think it's Terry Bradshaw said in a special back in the day that to win at football, you have to dictate to the game. Don't let the game dictate to you. And that's what Poles is doing. He's dictating the game. I love it. Will, we appreciate the phone call. Yeah, we know that Shea, uh, Shea Snorling show. Absolutely. SS, we call him. Yes. Yes. The SS Snorling. Yeah, so, 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 <laughs> so, Will, we appreciate the telephone now, call. Now, the one thing I would say to people... Field Yates just tweeted this. Free agency has legitimate perils. The Bears have not, well, now the DJ Moore money comes off. Still $75 million in cap space, number one in the league. Free agency has legitimate perils, especially in the long term. But it can, can provide immediate upside. The highest spending team in the past seven years have all gone up in wins, led by the 2018 Bears went up seven wins to 12-4. and four. Coming up in an hour from now, we'll hear from Alex Brown, the 
former Chicago Bear and part of our family at ESPN 1000. We'll talk to him in an hour. But coming up next, Courtney Cronin will join us giving us the latest from the Bears and the locker room. That's still to come on the Cap and J. Hood Morning Show. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Cap and J. Hood. Good morning, Chicago. Purdue wins the Big Ten Championship, defeating Penn State at the United Center yesterday by the score of 67-65. to 65. A schedule oddity for the Bulls, who won't play until Wednesday after a win over the Rockets on Saturday night. The Bulls have a half-game lead over Indiana for a play-in slot with 14 games remaining. Okay, back to the NCAA March Madness Tournament. I want to let you know that Northwestern will take on Boise State on Thursday at 635 in Sacramento and a 7-10 matchup, while Illinois will take on Arkansas and Des Moines. That's Thursday at 330. March Madness in this big week on ESPN 1000 is brought to you by the Gateway Foundation. Also, Jalen Ramsey, Pro Bowl cornerback, who's traded to the Miami Dolphins for a third-round pick and tight end Hunter Long. Also, the Washington Commanders avoided having Darren Payne under uh, playing under the franchise tag in 2023. The Pro Bowler became the highest-paid defensive tackle in history, not named Aaron Donald. Jay Moore. Okay, it's about that time. You're tuned in to the Captain Jay Hood Show. Everything ain't hardcore, you know. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Keep your beak out of this. Courtney Cronin. National Chicago Bears reporter for ESPN. I think you have to temper expectations if you are a Bears fan, just given everything that this team had to kind of undo. Breaking down the Bears and the latest NFL storylines. Team transcendent quarterback Ross is not this guy. You know, he's very legacy conscious. He wanted to go to Denver and build something and win a Super Bowl there. Courtney Cronin with Kevin J. Hood on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. 5,200 receiving yards in five seasons for D.J. Moore. Moore would already be the Bears' all-time leader at the wide receiver position as you're listening to the Cap and J. Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Don't forget, we got Chatter now. No shot coming up at 8 o'clock. But now, now let's go to the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline. Rattle, rattle, thunder, clatter, boom, boom, boom. Courtney Cronin covers the Bears for ESPN and ESPN.com. She joins us here on Cap and J Hood. Good morning, Courtney. Morning, guys. How are you? We're well, thank you. Double C. Double C. Good morning. We're ready to go. Good. Want to find ready out? Ready for that legal tampering window to open? Haven't you just been waiting for it with bated breath? Yes. I'm, I'm all. I'm all for the tampering. That is, that is for sure. Uh, so let's ask the question that Cap and I have asked this morning to our listeners, and that is your initial reaction, your one-word reaction to the Bears making this deal with Carolina. When you first saw it come across, you thought? Great. I think that's an easy way to sum it up because this was the scenario Ryan Foles wanted to play out. When he talked to us at, uh, at the Combine two weeks ago today, he said there was a way that he thought he could get this done before free agency that would benefit the team because it would give them a more clear path towards what they want to do in free agency and then the draft. And I think that some people looked at it, and that was skepticism, just with, you know, hmm, can you actually get that done before free agency? Because typically you don't see a big change in the draft order, at least we haven't, involving the number one overall pick and with other draft picks until maybe two weeks from where we stand today because teams want to get through free agency to see how their priorities change after that. And there there could be a case that you would argue that maybe the draft pick would have 
yielded a higher return maybe after the draft or after free agency as teams are getting ready towards the draft. But I think that this is a Bears team that was dead set on improving that receiver room and to know that DJ Moore may or may not have been available at a later date uh, was probably a driving force on this. But to get four draft picks for this, you know, two for right now, the first rounder at nine, 61, and then the first rounder next year and a second round pick in 2025, I think Poles did exactly what he set out to do. And, you know, in in the hall came a receiver who automatically upgrades your wide receiver room and becomes your wide receiver one for Justin Fields. So looking at where the Bears are now at nine, and I don't think that they're going to break the bank today and spend every dollar and go, oh boy, the credit cards, come, you're completely maxed. I don't think so. But I do think... Maybe Mike McGlinchey, maybe Jawan Taylor, maybe they get the linebacker out of Indianapolis. I think they're going to do some things. Do you think there will be a quarterback on the board at nine where Washington or someone calls and says, all right, I'll give you my second round pick. Let me move up. It's a good point because if it if at nine they're looking at the offensive line or potentially a Jalen Carter, let's just keep his name in the mix here because we don't know how far he's going to fall, they're going to have to weigh what would it cost us to move back a couple more spots. Washington's a great example of a team that needs a quarterback. Apparently they're not getting in on Lamar Jackson. I'll believe that when I see if he lands somewhere. Um, all these teams saying they're coming out and not going to try to get him. But regardless, there's going to be some team – drafting in the teens looking to move up and I know right now all the mocks have it have these four quarterbacks gone in the top 10 we've seen that happen in mock drafts of years past and that typically doesn't always play out there that way there's always a guy that falls I mean you can look back to the 2021 draft when there were five quarterbacks taken in the top 15 by the time we were at free agency that year we expected all five to be gone by you know eight which never pans out but I think depending upon what they're able to do in free agency, that's obviously going to dictate how far they can move back again. But I wouldn't rule it out because if you can address the interior pass rusher in in the next couple days or so, whether it is a Draymond Jones uh, from Denver, I don't know if Javon Hargrave is too expensive or out of their range, but I mean, Jones is a name that's been floating around. Um, The Okereke kid from from Indianapolis has the ties naturally to Matt Eberflus, so you'd be able to shore up that linebacker spot. And then even if they were to get into the mix for offensive tackles, uh, whether it's Mike McGlinchey, whether it's Orlando Brown, maybe even looking elsewhere along the offensive line with Caleb McGrary, if you can address some of those spots and be comfortable with where your roster stands in free agency cap, then yeah, you could look at that and say, all right, we're good moving back another spot into you know, a little further down the draft, and then maybe being able to recoup that gap that they have right now that currently stands between 9 and 53 with, you know, if you were to throw out Washington, getting their second-round pick, which would get, put you, I believe, they're, um, you know, just in the high 40s. And so that would give you a little bit more wiggle room for what you were doing on day two. Courtney Cronin with us here on Cap and J Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Let's, let's circle back to Jalen Carter because when the news came out about Jalen Carter, the first thing I thought, uh, Courtney, was, well, he won't be, at least I don't think he's going to be top three in the draft. And I see some mocks that have him as low as nine. I'm just wondering, I mean, the Bears need a lot still. Even after this deal 
uh, with Carolina. They still need a lot. I'm wondering if Jalen Carter is on the board for for the Bears. What, what would that be like? I mean, this is the time now that they have to vet the information that came out about Jalen Carter and the arrest and like what you know what happened that night and all of that. And so they have the time to know is a top ten pick too much to spend for him and I mean on Friday I was texting with a scout I know in the NFC East and I was asking well do you think like that's a spot that the Bears would draft him and I said where would you draft he said no I wouldn't use a top 10 pick on him there is more coming out and I think that's still too high and I was told you know from this person with a team that you know did pretty well last year that their evaluation on him would probably not be until the mid-teens now everybody's going to be looking at this information differently Everybody's going to have different priorities of what you, of who you can bring into the locker room and, and what you want, you know, your culture to be. Like, I, I think for the talent standpoint alone, if we're just talking about on the field, if he's there at nine and the Bears have not addressed the three technique position in free agency, then you can put yourself in the, in the shoes of Ryan Poles and say, okay, you have a tough decision to make, but can they put him in a spot where he can be insulated and none of these issues from you know his college days will be an issue now? That's a tough call to make because Ryan Pohl has just pulled off a legacy-altering move by making the trade for the number one overall pick. You don't want to dampen any of that by bringing in a player who might not fit the standard of what you want elsewhere. But certainly, if we're just talking from a football perspective, you know, if he's there at nine, he's certainly more than talented enough to be there at nine. I just think that he might actually fall further because of some of the things that um, we're hearing, you know, behind the scenes that teams are evaluating and weighing whether the talent outweighs the other stuff that happened. Real quick, running back, David Montgomery is going to test free agency. The Bears have said we'd like to get him back. Do you think he's back in a Bears uniform? You know, just given the way the free agent market has played out so far, where Josh Jacobs gets the tag, Saquon Barkley gets the tag, and we know where David Montgomery was, like eighth in receiving and rushing yards last year. Um, you know, not at the top of the lot, like top of the line of the free agent backs, but certainly one who can, um, you know, make an impact. I actually, I think the Bears are going to give him a very competitive, team-friendly deal. But if he wants to test out free agency. And if there's a spot, I don't know, Buffalo seems like they need to upgrade their running back room quite a bit. I don't know if somebody's going to be overpaying for Montgomery, so I think it's a safer bet to think at this point that he is back in Chicago uh, as one of the core pieces of this team on a team-friendly deal. Courtney, as always, we appreciate it. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, guys. Take care. Have a great day. uh, Courtney Cronin, who covers the Bears for ESPN, ESPN ESPN.com on the CarX Tire and Auto Hotline. Rattle, rattle, thunder, clatter, boom, boom, boom. Don't worry, call the car accident. Caller 10, regular line, 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. You have a chance to be part of the biggest party of the year. The 25th anniversary celebration for ESPN 1000 will take place on Friday, March 24th at the House of Blues. You can get tickets at uh, LiveNation.com or search ESPN Chicago. We'll take caller 10 if you can answer this question. Give us the name of the ESPN 1000 morning show before KJM that started at 5 a.m. The name of the ESPN 1000 morning show that aired uh, at 5 a.m. before KJM took the slot. If you know the answer to the name of that show, call her 10. You get right into the party on March 24th. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. We'll take more of your phone calls. Shout or no shot coming up at 8 o'clock right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN 1000. 
Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Kev and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Captain Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000. Streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Here on the snowy Bears Monday. Shot or no shot coming your way at 8 o'clock. We'll hear from our guy Alex Brown coming up at 835 right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. That one word to describe how you felt when the Bears made that deal with Carolina. And by the way, Tommy in Ottawa, Illinois. You better come, Tommy. You better be there on Friday, March 24th, because he's got tickets to see the 25th anniversary celebration of ESPN 1000. Again, the doors open at 11 a.m., live shows between 12 and 6 at the House of Blues. He got two tickets. He knew that before KJM took over, the morning show at 5 a.m. here at ESPN 1000 was... Golick and Wingo! That's what it was. Take that. So there you go. Golick and Wingo was the morning show. There were people around here going, because there's people all over. What was the name of that show? <laughs> yeah. Is that Mike and Mike? <laughs> no! 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Let's get your thoughts in here. Let's go to the ESPN Chicago app. In Brooklyn, New York, here's Derek on ESPN 1000. All right, Derek. Our guy. Good morning, fellas. Good morning. How y'all doing? What's going on, Jay Hood? D. What's cracking? Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing at work trying to get this money. But listen, man, mm-hmm. I was so ecstatic. When I heard this news Friday, I mean, I was jumping my kids at the house. I was like, Daddy, what's wrong with you? I said, the Bears did it, baby. The Bears did it. We got a nice a nice haul. But I was calling to um, add this. Um, this is my shot or no shot to you guys. Let me see if you guys think. With the extra pick in next year's draft, and let's say Carolina has another bad year, even though they might draft the quarterback, please tell me what you guys think we're going to get Marvin Harrison Jr. I'm going to hang up because we need that guy. Love the show. Go Bears. Bear down, baby, all day. Talk to you later. Bear down. Can you imagine if next year you're in a position to get Marvin Harrison Jr. to pair with DJ Moore? Like, there can't be anybody out there of sound mind that doesn't like the fact that the Bears got DJ Moore in this deal. People are, do you see what uh, Tyreek Hill, oh boy, Mm -hmm. Bears are going to be falling with DJ Moore. Justin Fields, look out. You would like, on a different level, for the Bears to be able to have their A.J. Brown, their Tyreek Hill, their Stephon Diggs. Because it's important for the Bears to have a game-breaker, a game-changer. That's who he is. You don't have one on the roster until now you have D.J. Moore in, in the place. Correct. So. And now, can you imagine adding another one like oh, Marvin yeah. Harrison? Oh, absolutely. Did. That'd be amazing. But we, need to, but we need to further explain that, though, Cap, because... Of what the Bears did in the draft in this with this deal, you have the 61 overall. You have the first round pick in 2024. We'll stop right there. 2024. Now, how good will Carolina be? And how how bad will the Bears be? We're we're not sure Carolina is going to be very good because they'll be probably starting a rookie quarterback. That all said, they're in a horrible division. Horrible. So if that division is as bad as we think it is. They could easily be dead last, or they could be first. We'll see. Well, crosstalk with Black and Abdallah coming up at 9 o'clock as we go to our guy, Joey G. in Melrose Park. Joey. Bullseye. Bullseye. That's the first word that came to my head. Bullseye. There you go. Like that. Good morning, Cap. Good morning. Good morning, buddy. Dad? Uh, yeah, a- excellent first, uh, first, uh, first big move. 
Uh, number two, I'd like to go after Adam Thielen. And I like the kid from Iowa, Van Ness. I'll hang up and listen no, to you. No, what no, you, no, you, to don't, no, you don't leave that quickly. Now, hang on a second. Where are you going? What? what, what? You I, got an appointment? No, I didn't want you to hit the boom button on me. I'm not going to hit the boom button because you're going to talk to Eddie from the north side. Oh, God. On ESPN 1000. Oh, get this come on. Hello, Eddie. Hey. Hey, boys. Got, somebody's got to dislike the trade. It's got to be you. Yeah, hey, boys. I, I, I do because it, it, it's fishy to me. They just signed this guy to a new contract in March, and now they dumped him. Did now, he? if you look at D.J. Moore last year, <laughs> 10 of his games, he had under 50 yards receiving and only two or three receptions in them games. His biggest game was from a quarterback. I don't even know who he is. 153 yards receiving. That's now, our now point. That's he was on a horrible team. They well, did. I, I, well, you think he's going to like a, a, a burner passer in Justin Fields? I don't know if you guys looked at his passing stats for the kid, past couple of years. If you think he's going to turn into Randy Moss, then you guys I got another thing coming. What do you, what do you think I of that, Joey? That. What do you think of that, Joey? You know, I just hope the fire's hot enough to burn Eddie's ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got to say. I, I mean, you, why, why Eddie, are they dumping Eddie, this guy? Eddie, listen to me. Just, say just sign. Listen, the deal would not have been done because Poles wanted D.J. Moore. That's what I he wanted in them. that deal. If he didn't Joey, get I think they dumped him like Pittsburgh was not evil. When you got the number one pick, you're the king. When you got a hundred million dollars in cap space, you're the king. They, they don't have that cap space, space anymore. Look, look at why DJ you move Moore's to Dallas contract. And you're going to win look, a Super Bowl. All right. Look at DJ Moore's contract. You, the boys, did you look at it? Yeah, we did. It's that, that takes a big hit off of that uh, spending money they had. It goes down each of the next two years after this one. Down four million a year think, each. They front loaded the deal. We're not winning the Super Bowl this year, Eddie, but we got a really good football player. Take that. How about that? Yes. How about that, Joey? Take that. Have a good day, Joey. In two minutes, Our guy. In two minutes, we have shot or no shot right here on Cap and J Hood.